Hello there. Don't be alarmed. We're just preparing your listening device for Scuba Radio, the world's first radio show devoted to diving. We do this, of course, by filling the radio with water. Don't worry. We're professionals. Thanks to me, you won't even get wet. You see, I've crammed every appendage of my body into the cracks and crevices of your radio, ensuring an airtight seal. By the way, don't touch your on-off knob. That's a very sensitive area. Anyway, I should remind you, we believe in the buddy system just like diving, so don't listen alone. Call your buddy and tell them that Scuba Radio is about to begin. We're going to start a new life under the sea. So, uh, am I going to drown? Of course not. Just stay calm and let the gentle currents relax your every muscle. Under the sea. Under the sea. Did it just get warmer? There'll be no accusations. Just friendly crustaceans under the sea. Where the hell are the sharks? And now, here's your dive guide for Scuba Radio, Greg the Dive Master. And welcome to Hour 2 of the world's first radio show devoted to diving. I am Greg the Dive Master. Uh, once again, we're doing a special show today as we get ready to celebrate Scuba Radio Thanksgiving at the Gomez Hilton next week. You're going to hear all about it, but we have to pre-produce that show because uh, there's going to be plenty of libations flowing through a bunch of dive industry uh, legends. And uh, it has a tendency to get a little bit more colorful, uh, or too colorful, to do a live show. So we're going to tape it and edit accordingly, because chances are we're going to have to have our fingers on the dump button way too often if we have to do it live. So that's what the plan is. Plan accordingly, or you've been warned. All right. Uh, Our first guest for hour two, however, is Mermaid Rachel. Now, she has been on the show quite a bit uh, lately. You know, we've been talking about her stunt work. We're going to get into that. She's in Wakanda. Uh, uh, Black Panther 2. We're going to talk about that a little bit more here in just a bit. But uh, you're in Vegas today actually doing training. Is it freediving training? Yeah. So uh, actually, I'm in the middle of a freediving course with uh, two of my students. Um, So we did the pool part and the theory part yesterday. And then in just a little bit, we're going to be heading out to another dive site so we can actually get some depth. Yeah. So she's not doing the training. She's doing the teaching. And uh, that is pretty awesome. She's a free dive instructor. So uh, once they do this course, they'll be certified for what exactly? Yeah, so this is a level one course. So I'm an SSI instructor, and then I'll actually be in the process of doing a PFI course, which is Performance Freediving International. Um, so basically, it's your level one course. Uh, they'll be certified to dive um, a minimum of 10 meters or 33 feet. Um, and then if they decide to, they'll have the skills to be able to take them all the way up to 20 meters or 66 feet. Wow. That, you know, that's free diving we're talking about. You know, you throw around, she throw around the word diving, but it's really free di- breath hold stuff. So they're not using tanks, gang. So this is impressive stuff. And uh, yeah, your students, uh, did you tell me earlier that they're actually firefighters? Are we allowed to say that or no? So that, that's pretty yeah. cool. Yeah. Yeah. Are they like big burly firemen yeah. or what is that who are you get oh some God. one of them is like three times bigger than I am it's, <laughs> it's kind of ridiculous Is there so, any issue there uh, do they look at you go you're going to teach us to do what yeah. I think I have a significant amount of theory and uh as far as like if there was a need for a rescue I've I've already gone through possible rescue protocols but I've never had an issue with that in a level 1 course like when you're diving to those depths it's very very safe and people are diving within their physiological limits so most of it is like the psychological 
oh my gosh, can I actually dive that deep? And so, you know, the, the safety side of it is, is like a level one course is going to be one of the safest ones. Well, there you go. I think to some extent, I, I wear enough hats to where a lot of them tend to be what could be considered extreme sports or extreme activities. And it's, it's all about knowing the proper safety protocols and not going beyond your limits. So it's a lot like scuba diving. Same thing with fire dancing, same thing with rock climbing, same thing with free diving. It's a progressive testing of your abilities so you know what you are capable of, and that way you know that you're never going to go beyond your limits. Right. But you so look at this stuff, and you, and you think Rachel is superhuman. She is a superhero kind <laughs> of, uh, has a superhero kind of status in that regard, which, you know, comes to, uh, I guess, how she's developed into, you know, being a, a go-to person for stump people in the movies. And that, you know, that's the latest is Black Panther 2. And uh, you're a stunt person or body double or both or what exactly? So I can't give too much away. But what I can say is that I did get to do underwater stunts for Black Panther 2, Wakanda Forever. Um, my background in scuba and in freediving was pretty helpful for this role. Um, and I got to be, if you see any of the underwater characters, the telekineals. Um, I will be one of them. And then there were some scenes that I shot um, as an underwater double um, for Namora. So if you see a female in a lionfish headdress, um, that's Mabel Kadina. Um, she is a fantastic breath holder. Her main stunt double is a gal named Angie, super amazing and talented gal as well. Mm -hmm. um, but there were times where they would be shooting all night. And um, you wouldn't want them to shoot for 24 hours because they do need to get sleep at some point in time. So right. um, I was fortunate to be of a similar body size and have the skill set to be able to be a double for scenes that they wanted to shoot during the day. Nice. Now, that sounds like an awesome gig, uh, Rachel. I mean, I love uh, watching <laughs> TV shows, movie productions and things. I mean, is it as cool as it sounds? Yeah, it was it was honestly a dream come true. Um, I was very excited about it, and uh, when I when I first heard about it, I you know I didn't exactly know what I was getting myself into um, because you are under NDA, you're not allowed to talk about it. So when I when I saw the posting for it, it was actually on a freediving memes page that I follow on Instagram, and uh, so I, I actually didn't know that I was going to be um, on Black Panther two and I until I got there. Yeah, and I, I will uh, vouch for her. She is great at keeping secrets. We tried to pry it out <laughs> of her for the last few months uh, as she was working through this whole thing. And I was guessing, like, oh, is it The Walking Dead? I don't know. Is it this? You know, she was she was uh, tight lipped and uh, kept to her NDA. So so she's good at that for sure. But I knew it was something big because uh, me could see. Uh, just, you know, when we'd see on, on the video and stuff that you were bubbling over, you were very excited about this thing. So <laughs> it, it has to be so much fun just to be on set and experience something like that. And, and, you know, you've done some of this in the past, but I guess, was this the biggest uh, project you've done so far, you think? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, this was definitely the biggest project that I've done on film because of that. I got tafted so you can get taft Harleyed. Um, it's basically a way that you can join SAG and AFTRA, so the, yeah. the Screen Actors Guild. Um, that's how you can get into a lot of these big films. Um, if they don't have somebody with your particular skill set, they will, for, for a SAG job, they'll do what's called tafting you in. And uh, so now I'm able to do like larger Hollywood films. Right. A lot of my background has been primarily in live performance. So I've done shows in Vegas. Um, I've done smaller productions and then uh, 
you know, live performances. Oh, and then I also did like a touring stunt show for a while. Yeah. Um, and it was really cool because some of the people that I met from that years ago, um, I show up on set and a lot of those people that I met several years ago are now on Black Panther 2. So it was Sweet. kind of this really cool family. It, it really is who you know and how you network, whether it's, you know, at a Dima show or from all those uh, gigs you were doing in Vegas. But you mentioned something that you answered an ad on Instagram or they found you on Instagram and that's how this uh, kind of snowballed into the gig for Black Panther? Yeah, actually... Uh, so it was funny. There's this uh, free diving memes page that I follow on Instagram and there was a post on there. It had white background, black text, and it said, looking for people comfortable modeling in elaborate costumes on breath hold with no mask working depth 20 feet must be available for these dates. And I was like, wow, this sounds sketchy, but I mean, I have that <laughs> skill set. So I applied and uh, sure enough, the stunt coordinator, Chris Dennison, called me up and interviewed me about my skill set still didn't tell me what I was doing. He just said, oh, it sounds like you have a pretty good skill set for what we need. Are you interested? And I said, yeah. And so they got all the paperwork set up and uh, a black car comes to pick me up. And I actually was sending a screen location to my boyfriend being like, well, if I lose a kidney, at least you'll know my last spot. Um, <laughs> right. But I hopped on a flight. And then when I landed, there was a contract in my inbox that I had to sign. And that's when I knew what it was for. Like everybody hears about Avatar 2 and how that was like the biggest water thing recently. So I was like, oh my God, maybe I'll get to be on Avatar. But it ended up being this and it was a huge surprise. That is awesome. Uh, congratulations. This weekend okay. or Thanksgiving weekend, I'm going to catch the movie. And I'm like, I know her. I know her. Good stuff. Well, congratulations again. And thanks for uh, the update. And we'll talk to you again soon, Rachel. Nice talking with you. And we'll talk to you uh, in a few weeks, I guess. Absolutely. We got more coming up on the world's first radio show devoted to diving. This is the Worldwide Scuba Radio Network. Power, simplicity, reliability. It's what you demand of your dive computer, and Shearwater delivers. Shearwater evolved out of one tech diver's need for a reliable, easy-to-use rebreather dive computer and quickly became the tech market leader. Now recreational divers have taken notice. The Shearwater Terek is the best, most intuitive, and reliable wristwatch-sized dive computer on the market. Check it out in the entire line at Shearwater.com. Shearwater, dive computers for demanding divers. Come as a guest, leave as a friend. It's a philosophy that comes from the top down at Explorer Ventures Liveaboards. It doesn't matter if you're traveling solo with a buddy or group. Explorer Ventures does the liveaboard dive experience right. For proof, no Explorer Ventures has one of the best repeat customer stats in the dive industry. They're also the official liveaboard company of Scuba Radio. You've likely heard us talk about Explorer Ventures Scuba Radio Scuba Cruise trips many times, and we invite you to join us on the next one. However, whether we're on board with you or not, I'll bet an Explorer Ventures Liveaboard trip will be one of the best dive experiences you've ever had. It just doesn't get any better. Saba St. Kitts, Turks and Caicos, the Galapagos, Maldives, Indonesia, Humpback Whales, and the Silver Banks, new destinations and itineraries are being added all the time. Call one of their talented travel consultants to find the Explorer Ventures Liveaboard experience that's just right for you. 1-800-322-3577. That's 1-800-322-3577. Or visit ExplorerVentures.com. That's ExplorerVentures.com.
Scuba action star Mike Scott is back in a new audiobook, Cayman Cowboys, Reefs Under Pressure. From author Eric Douglas comes the one that started it all. Listen as Mike deals with submarines, kidnapping, betrayal, and more. He didn't even have fins or a mask to let him see in the water. He was going to be slow and blind. If it weren't for the float, he knew there would be no way he would ever make it to the surface. Download Cayman Cowboys or Oil and Water, Return to Cayman, Turks and Chaos, and Lionfish at Amazon, booksbyeric.com, and audible.com. Prepare to rig for dive! Your surface interval is complete. You are now clear to dive with Scuba Radio. Scuba Radio. The world's first radio show devoted to diving. Dive, dive, dive. Excuse me. I need to rent six tanks, 80 cubic feet each, uh, four regulators. Sure thing. You going lake diving? No. Really? Is it a cavern? Because we just got these great new dive lights. They are pretty. tanks. This is the world's first radio show devoted to diving. I am Greg the Dive Master. And look, we got another special guest. Haven't talked to him in a while. It's been way too long. Bob Evans from Force Fins with us on Scuba Radio. Bob, how you doing, buddy? Hey, Greg. Scuba Radio listeners. We're up here in Seattle going to a boat show. But, you know, we've been making polyurethane fins for over 40 years. In fact, yeah. we're the only company still at this point that uses polyurethane to make their fins, right? Because of the high snap and material, right. all that really cool stuff. Our doctor, our, the professor at our plant, a chemist, approached me about a month ago and says, Hey, Bob, we're able to jump up the snappiness 25% more. So we're at 75% rebound. So I got these fins, Greg, and I don't know. I just don't know what to think. I've got one pair of extra large and I'm not in a position to go diving, but you know what? Maybe I should send them down to you. Uh-oh. And they're extra large, and they're, they're best. Greg, they're just, yeah. they're, I don't even want to say the F word. They're just, they're just you know what I mean. They're, wait, they're wait, just, wait. The F word, what? Snap. Flubber? They're made they're out snap. of flubber? You so might they... have to wear a helmet. You might have to wear a helmet <laughs> because you might go so fast that it's just, they're unbelievable. The snap, the snap, the recoil in them. I tried to videotape it. Yeah. It's just the snap is unbelievable, Greg. Okay. It would be the fastest. So if we use this material on the accelerators, the flying for any of the fins, I don't know what the cost is going to be. Yeah. It's going to be expensive, but who cares if you got the <laughs> fastest fins in the world? Yeah. More snap uh, means more better, I guess. Is that yeah, what you're saying? And last month, you know, we had our best month since 911. Really? The company... You know, I've had my ups and downs over the years with force spins, but I got to tell you, there's nothing better. It's, there's a lot of really good stuff happening. We got an order for 50 pair. What country was it? Germany? Hmm. Germany, 50 pair order came in. We just shipped a ton down to Australia's Navy last month. So yeah. I don't know. I feel really good. And we got a 40 boxes of. Wow. Yeah, no, but we got to do something for Scuba Radio listeners. Everybody knows on Scuba Radio, if you want Forcemans, I will give you a super discount, okay? Well, there you go. And all and you got to do... Deal with me directly. They don't, if they order, 
they order, they'll hear from me directly, and I'll just say, hey, dude, here's your discount because you're a scuba radio listener. Yeah, just go to forcefin.com uh, and reach out and to I'll Bob through the website. I'll take care of you. I see all the orders. Actually, they, Suzanne hooked me up so I can say thank you to all my customers now. I see the orders when they come in. Mm-hmm. I don't want to get involved with handling the orders. They start asking me questions. I don't know a damn thing. I just want to say thank you. you it's know? like, hey, all I know is we got more snap. And uh, yeah. if you want some more snap, now's the time oh, to get your force fans, snap, right? Snap. Hey, so are you going to be going diving real soon? Of course. I, I got big okay. plans. I'm, I'm going to send them to you, but I want to get them back. But I'm going to send them to you. But you might have to wear a helmet. You're extra large. <laughs> You're extra large, right? Well, if nothing else, I could put some booties on and... Yeah. And give them a good workout, yeah. Yeah. No, I, I'll ship them from my office here in Seattle and uh, and Arrowhead. So everything's good. Greg, thanks for calling. We missed you, Dima. Well, exactly. I was looking for you. I didn't see you. You guys had some other stuff going on, I guess, huh? Yeah, I was watching you. Nah. I was watching you daily. <laughs> oh, that was you. In the, in the Dan Orr, all our good friends. Right. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll probably make New Orleans coming the, later this year, but... We've got so much going on on the other, our water project, our deep water G-style project moving yeah. forward. Mm-hmm. Wait till I tell you what the heck's going on with that. You're going to blow your mind. We got the top people on the planet right now in the world of oceans that are coming together to support us. I love it. Yeah, this desalinization yeah, it's, project it's, it's, he's working on. Yeah. Wait, wait till I can make the announcement. I, you know me, I like to always spill the beans. Right. But I can't spill these beans. But when the time comes, so I'll get you off those spins. Tomorrow, UPS to your home, and then you can go out and you can break some records. Okay. I, I, I'm going to take some records and smash them against people's heads? No, wait. That's not yeah. easy. Yeah, I'm going to be go, going faster in these new force fans. So these, yeah. the snap in these are even more snappier than your tan delta force fans. Oh, wait, yeah, twice, twice, twice. You do they you, still, do they look the same? Are they color? Are they black? Are they solid? Well, are they clear they're, they're or what? kind of like a transparent kind of okay. brownish color because yeah. they're going to try to make them clear but I don't care whether they're clear or not. The, the snappiness we're, we're going to come up with a really unique color. We haven't decided what color it's going to be. Hmm. If we can make them tan delta clear again, we'll yeah. do that. Just clean your jacket off on the car by the way. So, okay. <laughs> I love I it. I like walking up and down with a thousand dollar jacket next to these dirty dusty cars. It's like, come on. Well, hey, that's that's chump change. No, she looks so cute. I better Bob get Evans. in there before she wipes another car. Well, yeah, yeah, exactly. I well, what I gotta ask you though, do you have any diving plans uh, for next year, or have you even oh, got that far we're yet? Be, we're coming down. You know, we were a mo- whole month in Florida, and we never connected. Yeah, we're coming back to Florida. We're gonna have a house down there. I okay. like it. All right. So you're coming to Florida, so you're going to be surrounded yeah, by water. Feb- You'll have to dive. in February, we have some business dealings down there. We'll be able to talk to you about it. Okay. If you come and visit with me, we'll go to some really cool place. Well, of course. Uh, you know, we don't have to go anywhere. It'll just be entertaining hanging out with Bob Evans. He's like a mad yeah, scientist. Talk UFOs and all He's, that kind of cool stuff. Well, exactly. Well, and real you quick, know, I got to ask you. I thought I was crazy. No. Fifty years I've been talking UFOs. And now it's just oh yeah, there went another UFO. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. That was you my first I mean? interaction kind of with Bob. Oh, yeah. they look like this. They have big funny eyes, and they're from other planets. Right, no right. Yeah, I, I I need to back up and explain. The first time we met was on a liveaboard top deck one evening. We're having our first beer together, and Bob looks up to the stars and he goes, "You see that uh, star right over there?" 
that's where I'm from. I'm like, oh, God, who the Uh-oh. heck is this? <laughs> we, we have one of these guys on board for a whole week. Yeah. <laughs> well, he had a great time. He's been a friend ever since. Hey, how, how are the gas pods doing, though? I mean, uh, let's it, talk about that real quick. Oh, yesterday I potted a guy's big truck for him here in Seattle. No, we're, we're geared up. We got a really quick, easy peel off. Yeah. I mean, it's insane to actually see two to three extra miles on vehicles. People are stoked. We yeah. sold tens of thousands of them, no returns. Like, poor spend money back guarantee if you don't see a result. Oh, and the code <laughs> word for, uh, for the pods, Arrowhands, yeah. is I dive all couple of letters. I dive. Do. All right. It's so if you go to gaspods.com or Google it, you can go to the website and you stick yep. these to your car and it'll uh, increase your gas mileage by two, three miles a gallon yep. or something. It's crazy. And the idea comes up from the bumps on whales. So it's all part of the whole force spin process yes he's a mad scientist for sure bob evans at force fin man there's just so much we could talk about you ready for more no we gotta go we're out of time bob but it's always a pleasure my friend okay pal love you love you and we got more coming up on the world's first radio show devoted to diving Come as a guest, leave as a friend. It's a philosophy that comes from the top-down at Explorer Ventures Liveaboards. It doesn't matter if you're traveling solo with a buddy or group. Explorer Ventures does the liveaboard dive experience right. For proof, no Explorer Ventures has one of the best repeat customer stats in the dive industry. They're also the official liveaboard company of Scuba Radio. You've likely heard us talk about Explorer Ventures Scuba Radio Scuba Cruise trips many times, and we invite you to join us on the next one. However, whether we're on board with you or not, I'll bet an Explorer Ventures Liveaboard trip will be one of the best dive experiences you've ever had. It just doesn't get any better. Saba St. Kitts, Turks and Caicos, the Galapagos, Maldives, Indonesia, humpback whales, and the Silver Banks, new destinations and itineraries are being added all the time. Call one of their talented travel consultants to find the Explorer Ventures Liveaboard experience that's just right for you. 1 800 322 3577. That's 1 800 322 3577. Or visit ExploreVentures.com. That's ExploreVentures.com. <laughs> surface interval is complete. You are now clear to dive with Scuba Radio. Scuba Radio. The world's first radio show devoted to diving. Scuba Radio. Dive, dive, dive. Take a look at it on the ocean floor. Just go down there, take your scuba gear and go down there. One of you would do that, I know. This is the world's first radio show devoted to diving. I am Greg the Dive Master. The guests just keep on coming. I got Jerry Beatty from Dive Training Magazine, among other things. I mean, he's a who's who in the dive industry. He's with us. And if that weren't enough, we got uh, Jerry Presley, Jerry the Diver Guy. And and for this segment, I think, yeah, we're just going to call him Elvis because we've got two Jerry's on at the same time. That's going to be super confusing for uh, everybody listening in today and definitely me. So we got Elvis 
And we got Jerry uh, on uh, Scuba Radio right now. Jerry Beatty, how you doing, buddy? Hey, I'm doing great, Greg. I recovered from DEMA. Came home with a little bit of a head cold. You know, they got vaccines for COVID and they got vaccines for flu, but they don't got nothing for head colds. So it's I, called aspirin. I had a couple of yeah. down days. <laughs> <laughs> aspirin and uh, NyQuil. That'll take care of that in no time. But, uh, I, think, I think we need to get a uh, DEMA vaccine. Yeah, you know what? That's probably true, Elvis. <laughs> Elvis the diver guy. Yeah, that's... Uh, I think, you know, it's so true. Uh, every DEMA I've done, I've probably got a little, felt, you know, a little funky uh, a week or so after. I, You know, the only thing after uh, this year's DEMA is I had lost my voice from just talking too much. We had so much stuff to give away and things like that. But I, I never got ill. But I did talk to a few people that uh, picked up a bug or two, but nothing too serious. So, you know, we'll leave it at that. And hopefully everybody's. This is the first DEMA so far I have not got sick yet at. Well, there you go. Count your blessings, one, Elvis. So there you go. Out. Yeah. Well, it's I, probably all that sanitizing, all that sanitizer that you uh, you know you drank <laughs> instead of wiped around on your hands might have just disinfected <laughs> well, you from the inside. <laughs> Anybody that knows me, I walk around with my hand sanitizer. Well, so, that well, that's but true. Usually, it doesn't work, but I still get something. Well, you know, you put a little in your hand, rub it all around, and then uh, the then you take a little shot and. It, <laughs> disinfects you from the inside i don't know uh we'll leave people to for their to their imagination for that one but overall what do you think of the dema show uh there jerry Beatty? you know i came in with a pretty low bar i have to tell you i didn't yeah. have you know a real high bar and what to expect but it was a a fantastic business to business travel show it was a lot of business done a lot of positive people i think uh the majority of the attendees were there for a reason and uh, had a mission to accomplish, which was good. But, Greg, i got to be honest. I mean, without the equipment guys there, there was a big hole of uh, what I usually do at NEMA. So, but, yeah. you know, we're going to New Orleans. Right. So what what can you say? But, you know, pack your bags now. Get a reservation early because there's going to be uh, a lot of people coming to that show. Yeah. I You know, that's the only uh, down thing about uh, the show in general. Last couple of years for DEMA, the, some of the big manufacturers uh, decided not to exhibit. And it, it's, you know, it's a thing going on. I mean, you know, budgets are budgets, and they're still trying to, you know, make a make a buck and dig out of a hole. I don't blame them. But I'm hoping we're going to see more of them. I mean, the ones that uh, exhibited at the show this year – uh, reported huge, huge business. So I'm hoping the big guys that uh, you know blew off the show this year for whatever reason, or you know, are, are going to go to Ve- or I mean, not Vegas, uh, New Orleans. What do you think? Will they? Well, 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 I think uh, diving needs an association. I mean, yeah. it just does. And D- Dima is a lot more than a show. Dima is a uh, organization that actually lobbies for the dive industry, and it takes a common foe to come in, and it affects everybody negatively. And you need an organization to kick in. We've right. got a new legislation coming in with uh, going to affect some dive boat stuff. And I'm sure you're aware of that, right, Greg? Well, you know, we haven't talked about it much on the air uh, just yet. We're getting ready. to. We'll probably cover that in another week or two because I got to call into Bob Harris, our legislative liaison for the dive industry, <laughs> who's going to educate us. But, yeah, there's some... Uh, there's um, a bill on the table, or as part of uh, you know the latest uh, appropriations bill or defense bill or something, uh, and they've snuck in some language that would hold dive boats uh, liable 
for, you know, if there's an accident. I mean, this kind of comes off of the conception disaster uh, that happened a few years ago. Uh, but but there's this maritime law that kind of limits the liability to operators of boats uh, so, so they don't go out of business every time there's an accident. You know, I mean, I don't know. I think this goes back so many years. I don't know if it goes back to like Titanic or something. It's it's crazy history with this. But they're trying to change the law, and they've slipped it into some uh, some bill that's supposed to possibly you know pass by the end of the year. That could have huge detrimental effects to the dive industry, not just the dive industry, but boating charter operators all across the U.S. And uh, because what what it would do is like, you know, you think on the surface, like, well, yeah, if there's an accident, the people uh, and their family should have recourse. And that's kind of what came out of that conception thing. But the downside to that is it hurts everybody because what the result is, is that you're going to have to get uh, insurance coverage for these vessels that are just going to be priced out of the stratosphere and they just won't be able to operate. Or the rates will be so high, nobody will be able to afford to go out on a charter dive boat or any kind of boat for that matter if, if you're planning to stay on the boat at any given time. So, you know, it, it, it's trying to fix a problem that you, th- you think uh, they mean well, but they don't understand the overall ramifications and the detrimental effect this could have to dive businesses uh, all across the U.S. Do I got that right? Is that what you're hearing too, Jerry? Yeah, pretty much. Uh I think that, you know, a lot more has got to come out and yeah. talking to Bob Harris, great move. I think talking to some of the dive insurance people like John Witherspoon or some of those guys, and maybe talk to a, a Marine attorney like Craig Jenny and let's find out what they're thinking on that side. Cause those right. are going to be the guys that have to step up and, uh, you know, really lobby for the dive industry. Yeah. And just explain, you know, that look, I, I know you mean well, but you don't realize how. You're going to price this stuff out of liability insurance for these operators. Uh, you know, they're not going to be able to afford it. And what are they going to do? They're right. just going to stop having dive charts. I mean, that's that's an option we don't want to see, uh, you know, uh, materialize, right? So, you know, we, we're Absolutely. just, uh, you know, uh, trying to get into this now. And we will cover it here in a couple weeks on the show. But that's one of the many things that DEMA uh, does is an association they're kind of at the forefront to be the voice of the dive industry when these things pop up in uh, legislative uh, sessions and things like that they can kind of uh, ideally get ahead of them and and try to pull that language out of a bill that could uh, otherwise just sneak in there next thing you know we're we're, uh, we're in big big trouble as an industry because we can't run dive boats uh, without losing our ass you know it's from a business standpoint and like i said for the end user for you the diver you know, you want to be able to go diving. And so the guy's got to be able to operate a business and make a buck or two. And if they can't do that and they can't afford to operate, that means you can't go and dive with them. That's not good. That's not good for us at all. We want to go. We want to dive more, not dive less. And uh, that is the plan. Well, Did you make a few contacts at the DEMA show for new places you want to go uh, in 23? Or uh, what do you think there, Jerry? I, I not only made some new contacts. I really, really got together one-on-one with some people that you know, have some pretty exotic places and uh, have not been able to go for the last, uh, you know, some of them have been closed for almost four years. Right. So it was great to see them out and able to travel and opening their resorts. And what's really amazing to me, Greg, is how the, some of these guys survived through the whole thing while they're closed. They can't have tourists, tourists can't come, and they had to shift their gears and 
stay alive, pay the rent, keep the lights on by doing local stuff on their island, creating schools for kids, doing whatever they could to survive. Exactly. Yeah. And you know that uh, what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. And I think we saw some of that at the Dima show. I'll tell you what, not only do I know Jerry found some places he wants to go, but we may have found a place where we're going to go together. And we'll talk about that next on the world's first radio show devoted to diving. is the Worldwide Scuba Radio Network. surface interval is complete. You are now clear to dive with Scuba Radio. Scuba Radio. The world's first radio show devoted to diving. Scuba Radio. Dive, dive, dive. I would like to extend to you an invitation to the party. We're gonna have some fun without a dive. The party. The party. Now don't stay behind. Don't you get left. This is the world's first radio show devoted to diving. I am Greg the Dive Master. All right, next week, a uh, big show from the Gomez Hilton Scuba Radio Thanksgiving. The dive god, Neil Watson, will be there. We'll be celebrating Camuel Martini's birthday. Uh, Peter Huge might even be there. I mean, it's it's going to be a cast of thousands. And, uh, and it's going to be the kickoff to, or well, it's going to be Scuba Radio Thanksgiving. And uh, we're going to be giving the gift of scuba all kinds of fun things. So make sure you tune in or uh, and you've been warned. Uh, you know, I'll leave it at that. All right. Uh, Jerry Beatty, my guest from Dive Training Magazine. Also, we got Jerry the Diver Guy uh, with us. We'll just call him Elvis so we don't confuse everybody with two Jerry's at once. But uh, Jerry Beatty and myself, and who knows, maybe Jerry the Diver Guy will come with us too. But we uh, did make, uh, we had a good conversation with a new liveaboard uh, that is operating in Palau with Explorer Ventures. The boat is called the Black Pearl, and uh, we are currently in talks with the crew in that part of the world to see if we if they'll allow Jerry and myself on board, uh, maybe towards the end of the first quarter, and and uh, visit Palau and and uh, maybe even yeah, because you have some contacts uh, just uh, a little bit further away from. Well, I don't know how far of a flight is it from Palau to Yap, Jerry Bainey? What it's do you 45, think? Forty five. Forty five minutes. Okay, and yeah, and, it's a, it's just a a skip. Yeah, hop, skip, and a jump, and and then you're back in your gear, uh, diving with mantas. I mean, what it's Bill Aker's place, right? In Yap, I've heard about this place hey, for Bill years. Acker. Yeah, Bill Acker, Manta Bay Resort. And uh, actually, Greg, I am on the tourist board. Uh-huh. So for the, we got an end. For the, yep, state. <laughs> yeah, we got an end. We definitely yeah. got an end. And I, I tell you what, about 80% of the people who go to Palau or, or go to Yap do Overlane. It's, you're already out there. They're great. You got to do both. Live aboard right. in Palau. Yeah. 
you do your liverboard and palau and then come over and stay at Manta Bay, do the manas, do the sharks. So you, you got to do them together. So I'm looking forward to this big two-destination, international, far Pacific. I mean, it don't get much better. Well, I'll tell you, right before COVID, Jerry and myself uh, spent some quality time out in Egypt and uh, Maldives. We just did a big, big trip out there and uh, had a blast. And then got home and COVID just shut everything down. Uh, you know, we were just rolling and uh, we were so, I was so excited, ready to do some more stuff. And then, uh, you know, this COVID thing came down and literally that was the last big trip that I had done. And, uh, you know, we were, we were, you know, things are starting to break back open and we just went to Fiji and, you know, now the dance cards definitely starting to fill up. So it's going to be a busy, busy 23, but I think this, uh, this Yap uh, Palau trip could be massive. I've never been to that part of the world. And uh, all I've heard of about Yap is you have the mantas in Palau. You have uh, like the World War II wrecks and things, right? Is that what it is? Yep. Well, it's more than that. But yeah, yeah. that's a good start. I mean, that, that's a good short story. There's a long story behind that. Always. Because uh, there's just so much. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Always. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, but uh, we'll do a lot of it. Uh, and I'll tell you this, you're not going to get it all done in one trip. Oh, so I'm sure of that. I yeah. think this would, this would be about my 10th trip, and I still got a long list of to-dos. Yeah. yeah the diving in Palau and Yap, uh, Jerry Beatty, is it, uh, you know, is it adventurous type diving? Like you got to have your skill set up, like uh, going to the Galapagos, or it's not that intense? Or does it depend well, on the dive site? It totally depends on the dive site and the weather. I mean, I've mm, been right. in Palau with some cyclones going around the south side and some of the diving got pretty hairy but uh you know there's everything from the blue hole where you go down a chute to 95 foot and it opens up to a gigantic cavern i mean there's that stuff and then uh in yap there's a dive that i absolutely love called slow and easy okay and it's only about 30 yards by 30 yard patch of the smallest little things. And you just hang there at about 25 foot for about an hour and a half and just see thing after thing after thing. Huh? So, so but, but in how both. deep is it? It's a shallow, like a safety stop in the open water, or you mean it's just like 25 feet in the sand or what? It, it's 25 foot in open water sand. Okay. And you just look for little critters like a, uh, like muck diving type of thing, maybe. Is that it? it it's it's like it's like muck diving but uh it doesn't look like the surface of the moon it looks like the bottom of the ocean and ah, okay. sometimes when you're muck diving it can be pretty gray yeah but this is like you still have the the vibrant coral and all that all the colors of the reef but right. you've got some pretty crazy critters uh you know yeah. wandering yeah. around yeah okay i like the sound of yeah. that and then you got uh, jellyfish lake and palau i've heard about for years and years and I believe that's you know, uh, on the itinerary for that liveaboard too. I, it has to be. I mean, you don't go there if it's open. Sometimes they limit the number of people that can go, and they'll just close the thing down. But yeah. I tell you, I get the heebie-jeebies around a thousand of those jellyfish right. swimming around me, trying to touch me because I'm not <laughs> trying to touch them. Yeah, but they <laughs> and, don't sting. Uh, they have no stingers, I hear. So you know, you don't have to worry well, about, do you? Or you just don't want to get them into your well, nether regions? <laughs> yeah, well, you certainly don't want to do that. There's no skinny dipping in, in that place. Wear, wear sure. a skin. No board shorts. No yeah. open air board shorts. Uh, probably not advised. Well, 
You know, I've told you before, Greg, that I believe when you enter the water, you enter the food chain. Mm. And I wear, I cover my entire body from head to toe. Okay. Well, there's that bonus. Uh, but I don't know, Jerry, the diver guy, what do you think? Have you ever been to that part of the world or are you, are you picking up no, the same things no. that I have over the years as far as what, what to expect for a trip like that? I have always, well, Greg, it's always been Fiji, Australia, and Palau, yeah. Chuck Lagoon, all that. Yeah, all that stuff is the three top dives I've ever wanted to go to. Mm. Palau, number one, of course, which was all nothing but wreck dives from World War II because, you know, I love history and everything, but it's everything I've read about is exactly what Beatty has said. Yeah. It is world-class diving. Well, and Jerry, Beatty, so you've yes, been there. Let's go. Yeah, you've been there many times, though. Like you said, even what, you've been to Palau like nine times or Yap or both or what? I always do both. But, mm-hmm. yeah, it's I'd have to count them up. It's somewhere between seven, ten times I've been wow. down there. And there's always new stuff. Yeah. Yeah, and there's a lot of wreck diving over in Palau. But I'll tell you what, there's some places like German Channel and a few others where – Anything can happen. I've had dives there where I blinked and thought I was in Galapago. Nice. Maybe that's what I'm thinking of, too. I, I've seen so many videos over the years of uh, dives in Palau, Jellyfish Lake, uh, you know, the wrecks. Is that where they have the channel where the sharks show up and you kind of shoot the current for a while and drift along this really fast current? Is that Palau or I'm thinking somewhere else? I'm wondering. There, there's definitely... There's two channels in, in Palau. One is German Channel, yeah. which is exactly like that. I okay. mean, you just describe it. it. Yeah. And you just kind of yeah. uh, drop down, cruise through the channel, and supposedly there's all kinds of crazy yeah. sharks and things and, and it has, critters. It has a bunch of pelagics in it. Yeah, it's, pelagics. It's a, it's a very, very That's a technical term. Dive. Yeah, okay. We like yeah. pelagics. <laughs> yeah, he's putting a little <laughs> uh, country twang on that uh, pelagics uh, thing. But he's Jerry the Dive Guy. He's related to Elvis. Well, uh, what do you Pelagic, want from him? Pelagic, hey, when I get it, <laughs> tomato, excited, tomato, it's, it's, right? It's, it's a wonder what I even say. Well, Greg. that's true. All right. Well, look, we got a busy, busy year ahead of us, and uh, it's going to be fun sharing some of that with both Jerry's, for that matter. And you're going to hear all about it right here on the big show. All right, Jerry Beatty, Jerry the Diver Guy. Thanks for the uh, updates. We appreciate it. Hey, thanks, thanks for having me. Here, everybody. Yeah. Happy and Turkey Day, people. Until next week. Remember, it's always better. Where gang downward. Safe diving, everyone. Y'all on Scuba Radio. On the boat or down below, if you want to stay in the know. If you be pressurized there, you'll want to be there on Scuba Radio. Scuba Radio is a production of Overboard Entertainment Incorporated. Scuba Radio. This seems the logical place for fish to congregate. Remember, you can listen live or to archives of past editions of Scuba Radio worldwide over the Internet at scubaradio.com. So we're in international waters? Indeed so. Tell a friend and buddy up with your radio every week for Scuba Radio, the world's first radio show devoted to diving. Well, it's all very nice here, but we should be going. I miss me wife and me oxygen. Yes, we all miss our loved ones and gases. Let's go! The opinions you just heard on Scuba Radio are those of the hosts, callers, and guests. Okay, you know, what I just heard? Blah, 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 blah. They're not necessarily those of any station or network, its management, or advertisers. Come on, quit yanking me. Scuba diving does involve risk and should never be conducted without proper instruction and training. Oh, what's the worst thing that could happen? I could die. Have any questions or comments? Feel free to do so via the web at scubaradio.com.